Welcome to Raw Radio. And we're live. And we're live. Again. Here we are. It's becoming a weekly reoccurrence. Becoming. We've done. (laughs) (laughs) Becoming. (laughs) I don't know where you've been. Uh, We've done plenty of these. Uh, The takeaway. First of all, I want to compliment you. You you look like you are sitting in a big throne chair. I thought you were going to forget. Yeah. So check out. You put the takeaways on YouTube, right? Absolutely. I I look like I'm the commander of the Enterprise. Almost like Game of Thrones. No, let's go Star Trek. <laughs> like, but like, if you look, I can put my hands up like this, right? Right. I give it all you got, Scotty. And look, I can even do the. Oh God, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I could do the. Like we're under attack. Right. Maybe shake the desk a little bit. And we're under attack. <laughs> we just lost all ten thousand <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, now that's all it took. <laughs> that's all it took. They weren't very dedicated. <laughs> Uh, hey, but by the way, by the way, your calendar looks extremely empty behind you. Are you available? See, all I'm month available long? all month long. Yeah, uh, everything's pretty much wide open. Uh, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> there's nothing on it. Hey, well, first of all, this is your office, so I don't know what you've got going. On. <laughs> I do everything on my phone. I'm booked up. That's your calendar behind me. Uh, listen, I'm extra special, goofy right now because I'm. Super inspired by the conversation we just had. Uh, a great conversation with uh, Professor Leonardo Xavier. And um, if you don't know who he is, I always say this, if you don't know who he is, if you don't know who she is, definitely check him out. But uh, this uh, gentleman has a extremely unique outlook on jujitsu where it is today uh, because of where he's come from. He's been doing it for 30 years, 30 plus, and... Um, when you hear the names of who he's trained with and who was on the mat with him when he got his black belt, I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is. And if you if you know the history at all of, of jujitsu, uh, it's going to blow your mind. And if you don't, you should listen to Robert Drives, the episode who talks about history of jujitsu. But I think what's really interesting here, so we're calling this takeaway as a way of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was really appropriate really um right on target when fully reflecting of what um leo was talking about um the way how he sees jujitsu um is beyond the physical aspect is beyond the mental stimulation it is truly truly a um spiritual way of living yeah. It's all about a full life. It's all about connecting with your students. It's all about the carrying yourself in a certain way mm-hmm. to achieve a certain level of excellence. Yeah, excellence, I think, is part of it. Um, and he, he uh, geez, you know what? I wrote something down. Uh, doing the research on him that I didn't, we didn't talk about. And I want to read it real quick. I know people hate when people read on air, but too bad. Um, <laughs> it's your show. You go it for is, it. That's right. Uh, and we lost all those listeners when I did that <laughs> stupid Star Trek thing. So nobody's listening anyway. Uh, but he, he said, 
Uh, knowing an arm lock or any other technique does not make you a jujitsu practitioner. A jujitsu practitioner is someone who lives by a code of conduct, philosophy, concepts, and principles. It is about tradition, a culture, and a mindset. And we didn't get to talk about it, but it's funny that it ro- you know came full circle. That I think it's very appropriate for the takeaway. Um, that it's really this old school philosophy about this art that we do. And he does look at it from uh, an art aspect um, rather than just a sport or an athletic aspect. What's your view on this? You know, you've been on the mats for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, today art or today jujitsu is being often, often is being presented as, as a sport, as a, mm-hmm. as a hobby, as a, as a um you know a getaway if you will it, it's something to get your mind off of your daily activities um and and you know place to meet people place to hang out with people and maybe along the way to learn some jujitsu what what's what's your view on this uh i think that's fine if you go into it with that mindset um, it can be a hobby. It's expanded so much right over the years, even since I've been doing it. Um, that's okay, but you're not really learning the art itself. You're just learning some techniques. You're having fun. You're a hobbyist and that's fine. We've had extremely high level people on this show say that's okay. You know? Um, but I think if you really truly want to understand it as an art, well, then you have to, you have to learn all the fundamentals. You have to figure out the foundation. You have to learn the history. I mean, it was a few years. I remember somebody um, that used to attend the Academy was like, how do you not know who this person is? And I almost took it as, I took it kind of as a slight, but since reflecting uh, since then, it's like, you know what, if I really want to understand this, what I'm doing here, well, then I should know who that person is and I should understand the history of it um, because I think it opens you up to the importance of what we do um, and why we do it. You know, uh, it takes some of those cliches that jujitsu saves lives or changes lives and it gives them real meaning. They're not cliches anymore. Um, and uh, it just, it turns what you do here on the mats into a way of life rather than, like I said, just, you know, a minute ago, a hobby, you know, you, you mess around on the guitar at home and you can play a couple songs. That's great. It's a hobby. You're not really a guitar player. You know, you're not a master of that instrument. And until you learn all those things, I think that I just said, it applies the same way, the history, the foundation, the fundamentals. Um, If you don't put in the time and effort to do all of that, then it's just a hobby. And that's all right. But it's not a way of life. So what would you define as way of life? When it comes to jujitsu? Yeah. Take learning all the things I just talked about and also taking what you learn on the mat, no matter what level you're at, what your skill set is at and taking those home with you. This is a good, you know, it's one of those things you hear often in life. Don't take it home with you, you know, work, school, whatever. You don't take it home with you. This is what you should take home with you because you can take it home. You can apply it to every other aspect of your life um, and probably make you a better person because of it. For those if you who, analyze it, well, for those of for those who don't know what you mean by this, 
can you define what do you mean by take it home with you? Like go and choke your wife out? Oh, geez, I wish. No. Uh, <laughs> I, Margaret, my uh, apology. That was an opening no, and he took it. I'll always take that shot. Absolutely. <laughs> um, no, I think what I mean by that is take the, the problem solving skills, take the, um, what you just learned about yourself. Uh, and, and, and I mean, you have to analyze it because you might be in a plateau where you're like, you know, I suck at this. Why am I doing it? Don't take that home for, with you. Take home the, you know, I just survived. I just battled through something. Uh, I learned something about myself. I learned a technique. I applied that technique. I lived in the moment. Um, you know, I had put myself in outside my comfort zone. I put myself in uh, dangerous situations and I came out on top, you know, just, and just, just by doing it, I think you come out on top. It doesn't mean that you tap somebody out. It doesn't mean that you demolished everybody every round. It just means that you grew as a human being while you spent time on the mat and you need to take that part of it home with you. But what satisfaction do we have with them? Well, I mean, you know, when we get on the mat, there, there are these anchor points, which give us this dopamine rush. Like, I mean, we tap somebody, we cut somebody, we achieve yeah, this pass. Cool. We, we, we did all these things. You yeah. did flying barren below with three no, somersaults. You <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but but in all seriousness, if 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 we're looking for such a deep meaning of this art, mm -hmm. should we not be looking at the other points of engagement, like submitting our partner or passing the guard or achieving these positions? Well, why are you doing it, though? Are you submitting them because you want to be the baddest dude on the mat? Are you submitting them so that you can you know, talk shit later. Are you, you know, why are you doing it? I think is, is the most important part. Uh, and if you're, if you're doing it for those reasons, if you're doing it for the Instagram likes, um, <laughs> you know, then, you know, that's cool. That's great. But you know what? You probably won't be doing it in 20 years, 25 years. Um, you're not gonna, I, I just think that's a superficial way to look at it. You know, I think the better way to look at it, those taps will come, you know, submitting somebody will come if you invest, take the time um, and do things for the right reasons. Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely onto something. I mean, this, it all adding up all together and, and collecting the thoughts from the conversation and from what you are saying right now, it appears as there's two different ways of looking at this. You can learn a skill kind of quickly execute it and it will give you this instant pleasure of achieving the simple goal or you can mm -hmm. find this as a you know for lack of better term way of life you know find this and and look at this as really a way of a long term self discovery and learning things and really achieving some of these um, skill sets in a very, very long term um, aspect. Mm -hmm. And that's how you shape um, is by far probably, well, you know, I, I, I think it is not as satisfying, at least not immediately, right? It's a by far longer process, by far more difficult. But the flip side is that it's a long term process, which means mm -hmm. um, odds of that carrying on long term are by far higher. Right. It yeah, was something. 
it was something interesting that Leo mentioned um, mid mid episode. He said, you know, when he was having a conversation with Hickson, and he was telling Hickson, um, you know, it, it, that this this knowledge was like a book of knowledge he got he got he got this book that 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 first he was looking through the book and he saw the pictures right and it was like oh this is cool this is this is what i'm gonna learn and then he started reading the book and he realizes the book is quote unquote in different language mm -hmm. so you can uh, uh you know what do he say you can try to piece it all together from the pictures and random words that you know or you can learn the language mm -hmm. and translate the book and really understand of what this whole thing is all about on a much deeper level. Yeah. And um, when you do that, I think that um, like anything else, when you truly understand it, uh, you know, it's, I said it earlier, you can start applying it to your life. Um, you know, this book of knowledge that he's talking about wasn't a book of just jujitsu techniques. Mm -hmm. um, no, it was something that he took on spiritually um, and that he brought with him every, you know, we're not talking literally, but he brought with him everywhere he went. Right. Mm -hmm. and he, once he finally understood all these things um, and, you know, and he said it was kind of like starting over. Um, it, what do you ask yourself why you started in the first place? Right. And if you started just to be a badass and tap people out and because it looks cool, well, that's not a way of life. That's pretty superficial. But if you started to learn, if you started to open up to new things, to step outside your comfort zone, to challenge yourself, well, then, you know, then you're, you're making it bigger um, than just a hobby, than just something you're dabbling in. And it does become a way of life for you. And I don't mean that you're at the academy seven days a week training twice a day. I mean that it, it's just something that envelops you and that you carry with you and, and that touches your life in a way that a lot of those superficial things don't, it gives it meaning. I'm telling you guys, this was deep. This whole episode was deep, not only from philosophy perspective, but just the little golden nuggets that Leo shared um all throughout the episode and <laughs> well <Sure>. and <laughs> i just had a visual of his belt uh, yes. <laughs> and, if, and 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 if you're not following us on youtube i strongly recommend you to actually take a peek mm -hmm. and look at the look at the video version of this episode yeah. um simply because he is sharing his black belt which is not black anymore and it's very interesting to really actually see that it, it's not only part of history uh, but it personally for me, it allowed me to really connect the dots. I mean, this is the guy who literally was the right hand of Hicks and, Ga Hicks and Gracie and, and, and Hoyler Gracie. Mm -hmm. Like he hung out with them on daily basis. He, he witnessed the classes. He, it, it's just yeah, amazing, amazing stories. Yeah. Um, check it out. I've only seen, I've seen one other black belt that was close. To looking like that, uh, Miguel's <laughs> and uh, and Miguel Torres's belt, but uh, I don't, man, I don't know. Professor Leonardo might have him beat. I mean, that thing was tattered. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and it carries a lot of weight. Um, listen to the episode; he talks about the things that are truly meaningful to him in his life, uh, and it's not the things that he wears around his neck, and it's not the things that he um, he won. Uh, it's the it's those life lessons he learned and the people he learned them 
Fun. Well, I know for sure I'm doing privates with him the moment I get the opportunity, uh, the endless amount of knowledge that this guy has. I, yeah, I need to sure. tap into some of that. Anyhow, let's wrap up for today. Um, great work on this, Gary. Good job. You're oh, like thanks. almost like a real podcaster by now. Uh, in, a, <laughs> in, a big, in a big chair and yeah, with an empty calendar. Leonardo said he was a white belt in podcasting um, at the beginning of the episode. Maybe if I'm lucky, I'm a purple belt now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. At least you're not right. as cranky as you were in the beginning. So that's a good news. Uh, it's getting late. I still haven't had dinner. So we better wrap this up or you're going to see it's going to turn into a shit show. So, <laughs> all right. I will talk to you soon. Peace. Off to the next one. Later. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care. Take care.